welcome in. It is episode number 95, Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and from the phone, the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. So yeah, you guys. Okay, you guys don't care about this stuff, but we're going to tell you about it anyway because it's it's pretty funny. It's a good story. It's pretty. It's funny. a good bit. So AJ had told us last week, y'all remember that he was going to stick around for one more week after the Redskins season ended. Well, none of us thought that it was ending last weekend, but you know, such is life. That's the way that it goes. Redskins season ended, so we knew we had one more week with AJ. Um, but then both Aaron and I had said... Aaron, hold on. You also have to clarify this. I said last week that I could not come to Baltimore. You did say that? Yes. Uh, understood yes. very yes. clearly. And we were not expecting you to come to Baltimore. Yes. So, so we fig- and, and we look at our schedules and figure out Thursday. Thursday okay. is a Thursday, good day to Thursday do- day that we can do. We all meet Thursday night at uh, the studio 980 where Aaron yes. works down in D.C. Yeah, because at-, at first we were looking at the afternoon and then I was like, okay... I don't think that we'll be able yeah. to use 980. You, you, there's the actual radio station there's actual going radio on. radio station right. going on. So like, okay, we'll meet at 5. That was the plan. Then I get um, I get some bad news. I have another job where I call Patriot League and CAA basketball games. And I my schedule was revised. And I was assigned tonight to do the Army Lafayette showdown. Thriller, thriller for Sirius XM. So that's... I'm, it's a national radio call. It's a big. Yeah, that's important. The thriller and all the guys on the court look like vanilla. That is true. There are an awful <laughs> lot of white guys on the floor for the Army Lafayette showdown. So I get assigned that. So I message the guys and say, "Guys, problem. I can no longer do Thursday night. I'm so sorry. It's on me." And as always, being the selfless person that I am, if it doesn't work out, like if we just can't reschedule, that's fine. You guys go ahead and do the show. I'll call in or something. I just might be boned this week. That's the way it is. We all have dealt with that. Sometimes AJ's got football stuff. Aaron, well, Aaron only has wrestling. Pretty so much, yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have anything like that. So scramble, Aaron says, well, I'll tell you what. What time do you have to leave by? I'm like, well, i got to be out of here by like 3 o'clock at the absolute latest. It's a, basically a three-hour drive to Lafayette from where I am in Baltimore. He's like, what if I came up there? If I came up there, could we do 1230? No problem. We can do 1230. AJ, can you do 1230? Yes. Now... There was there was never an assumption on my part, or I believe on Aaron's part, that AJ was coming up to join us in Baltimore. The assumption was that AJ would then Skype in to join us uh, the way that he has been yes. for the better part of the season from his place in Ashburn. That was the assumption that we made. Not spoken. Not a spoken assumption. AJ, where did you show up today at 1230? I was at Sports Talk 980. <laughs> talking, to the, talking to all the reporters about how to yeah, that is true. I was going to say, I'm, Super, surprised, I'm surprised they didn't keep you around to like yeah. put on and talk about all no, that literally stuff. literally somebody was like, that's why I called you. Literally somebody was like, hey, um, what are you doing at 1.15? You want to come on? I was like, nah, I'm going to be recording with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and, they said, and they said, and I quote, they said, I don't even think Aaron's here. Yeah. Said, yeah. Well, well, he wasn't. <laughs> You're right about that. He wasn't that, here. That, that was the correct assessment. He was here with me, and so... Uh, AJ is currently, and this is the problem. Like normally, in most weeks, we'd say, "All right, well, just we'll all get, to, we'll figure it out." But because I have to leave, like I do, turn into a pumpkin today. Um, we're gonna do this segment, and then by that point, AJ should be back to a place where he can jump on with us from Skype, and we'll do the rest of the show that way. So, what an effing disaster this turned out to be! What a disaster! Uh, but let's talk some wrestling. That's what we do here. Uh, by the way, who is uh, who are we giving episode number ninety-five to, AJ? 
Um, I would give episode number 95. First of all, are we sure it's 95? I guess that's the first. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, all right. I think it is 95. And I think you have to give 95 to, uh, damn, what was his name? The white D lineman for uh, the Bills for a long time. White D lineman for the Bills? Kevin Williams, is that his name? Oh, Kevin, was Kevin Williams? First of all, I, one, did not know that Kevin Williams was a white guy. Second of all, did he wear, did he? He did indeed wear not, right. number 95. All right, very good. There you go. Kevin Williams. Yeah. Wow, that was a... I feel like we could do better than Kevin Williams. No, but he was... Oh, shit. He was like a three, four-time Pro Bowler, dude. Oh, I know he was good, Uh, but, I mean, are we not going to find some better names on the list of, of 95s? Uh, Justin Anderson that I played with in college. Okay. Okay, 95. See, I, feel, I, I pulled up best to wear 95, and a lot of these guys, like, they wore it for part of the Like, Warren Sapp wore it for a couple seasons. He's not 95, Richard, he's 99. Richard Dent wore number 95. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, Charles Haley wore 95, I believe, in San Francisco. Reggie White wore it at one point. Right. But, you know what? Hell, it's not a lot of good options, so I'm fine with it. So, um... We're going to do a typical, we, we don't have any guests scheduled. Again, this whole schedule thing screwed us. We had a couple things that we were working on that because we had to schedule, move some things around, they just didn't pan out. That's fine. We have a week with no guest. We'll live. Um, I, I got a lot of feedback about uh, our Jobbies show from a week ago. Overwhelming agreement with your boy, by the See, way. See, the funny thing is, but, Overwhelming you, but, but you look agreement. at the awards, no one putting that on the list. Like People people are well, disagreeing with us. Stupid. They're saying like it should be Sasha Charlotte. But nobody is. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know who you're referring to. All I, of the listeners. ESPN, Ringer, basically well, every award award show. All By the way, stupid. and no one having Battleground. People are putting Takeover. Yeah, you're, are you're, putting you're bitter about that. I, you oh, are I, bitter about that because you want to line up with all the smarks. You this no, is, because it's you true. are not. You admitted that the second best match was the fifth best match. Would have been the fifth best match on Takeover. Um, I don't know if I said it that way, but. I, if you want me to say that there were good matches at take, dude, I say the takeover sucked. Yeah, I don't remember. You did. I don't remember Fact, saying actual. Uh, I'm throwing a fit right now. I'm walking out of the studio. I got a lot of good feedback. <laughs> got a lot of good feedback, and a lot of people said that I handled that appropriately. <laughs> that I did that the way that was necessary in that moment. Um, thank you for those. If you haven't listened, you can go back and listen to last week's episode. It was our uh, year in review show. The Jobbies is what it was the called. The Jobbies. Um, all right, so we're going to do the traditional show. We're going to talk about Raw in this segment. We'll talk about SmackDown in segment number two. In segment number three, we'll do a quick count, and we'll do a uh, top five. It's, we haven't done a show like this, and it feels like an eternity since we've done a normal show. Uh, Raw this week, we, you know, we already had clarity on where we were headed going into the Royal Rumble. I, there was a little bit of a wrench thrown in, but it's it's a strange wrench that's thrown in. It's this sort of combining multiple things angle that they did where they had Goldberg and Paul Heyman mixed in with Jericho and with Owens. Then you threw in on top of that Reigns and Strowman. and Strowman. There was just a lot going on, none of it providing greater clarity, um, but, but all intriguing. It was all interesting enough that you walked out of it they're trying to create a picture where you don't know what's going to happen at Royal Rumble, and I think they're doing that pretty well so far. I definitely. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Adris. No, I was just going to say, first thing, I didn't know that I needed a Roman Reigns Goldberg tag team with the coolest finisher ever until <laughs> I saw them spear. They do the double spear. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny is they kind of hinted like. 
it could be Goldberg Reigns. Right. After all. Like, I don't think that's going to happen, but, like, honestly, let's say Reigns turns heel at the Rumble, that's a huge match. Yeah, or or you don't even have to have him fully turn heel. You have him just win the title, and then you have Goldberg as the wrecking ball come in, and Reigns would be the heel by default. A, 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 couple, but, a couple quick things. You're you're suggesting that for WrestleMania? I mean, that's what here's and here's the thing. They they teased that match. That stare down was meant to no, tease I, that I match, whether you. it's going to happen or not. But the only way you get to why, that is but why would they abandon Brock Goldberg at this? Like, what what's the purpose of abandoning? Why Brock would Goldberg? you? T- well, I don't Brock, think they will, and I don't think they should, right. but... Brock Rock. Brock Rock. Okay, if you know that you can do Brock... If you found out in the last month that you can do Brock Rock, that would be the reason. Yeah. Fair. Fair. That's a, And that's a good reason, frankly. Yep. But short of that, what would the reasoning be? And even then, don't you still need to pay off the Brock Goldberg thing at you some pay point? pay off at I the Rumble. Yeah. You, you, you know, pay off something at the Rumble? In, sure. in the Rumble? If, 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 if Goldberg, Goldberg eliminates Brock, Brock if Goldberg right. eliminates Brock after Goldberg has already beaten Brock, that that ends it. Okay. It's done. I would suggest... What, so what's the story between... There's a pay-per-view between, correct? Between Rumble and Mania? Yeah. Yes, I believe it's Fastlane. And, and whose is it? For, for Raw. I think for Raw is Fastlane and SmackDown is Elimination Chamber. And they're both between... Yes. They're both between. Holy hell. Yes, I, be- I believe either I believe one's February well, and one's the first I mean, weekend of March. Okay. I mean I mean you gotta remember the Royal Rumble is like the last week of January. Right, and and, and, and they, they can, is not they so. can fit it in. Yeah. Well, I no, mean, you're te- right. technically yeah. if you count roadblock as a pay per view, they had two last year in yeah, between. That's fine. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That's all reasonable. I guess what I would say is I am still struggling with the notion that it's that you you're not getting the Goldberg Brock. I, like you have to get the Goldberg Brock. I, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Could the intermediate be that you've agreed to something with Goldberg where you have that that holdover be Goldberg Reigns? Again, I, I, I keep coming back to I hate it this is the problem. The problem is it feels more and more like you're making it clear that, that Reigns is going to win the title at, at Royal Rumble, which I've told you before, it does not work for me. The Jericho-Owens match should be for the championship at WrestleMania. That match needs, that doesn't need a championship, but it's elevated by a championship. It should be. Whereas, and correct, it's these have been the guys that have been in the title. The, 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 the match at WrestleMania for the championship should be Owens-Jericho, Whereas a Reigns-Goldberg match Doesn't has no need for a championship to be involved. Yep. It, 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 there's no need at all, whether it's at WrestleMania, whatever it is. I, I just don't... I, I'm afraid that they feel like the championship has to be involved in the most important match at WrestleMania, and it just... It's so not true. You don't have to do that. These matches can stand on their own, and these other matches can be elevated by the presence of the championship. See, I actually think you're taking this a little bit too far. I think that what they wanted to do with that segment, and even though I kind of disagree with the idea of teasing a match you're never going to pay off, I think they just wanted to say, hey, look, Goldberg's there. It could be Goldberg. You know, you had the Goldberg-Owens stare down, which is you, getting overshadowed so you, you, by yeah, the You Goldberg think this is nothing more than just... Hey, planning ideas. Hey, this is what could come okay. from the Rumble. This is what could... And, and that, that whole Owens situation, by the way, got a little bit overshadowed because that was the best thing that Kevin Owens has done in months. Being, you know, standing there being, yeah, I can go toe to toe with you. I'm not afraid. I'm not backing down. I'm not going to have Jericho. I'm going to get in your face and I am going to say I'm just as good as you, Goldberg, basically. That, that image I thought was a little bit overshadowed. And I thought it was great. I thought it was something that Kevin Owens needs to do a little bit more often. And we need to see that, uh, more often. But yeah, I think that, 
Um, even though, I, again, I don't like the idea of teasing something if you're not going to pay off. I think that that was the idea, was these are all possibilities coming out of the Rumble. Well, I mean, I dig that. I, I do dig if that's just extra storytelling that they're doing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all for that. I think that's awesome if that's the way that it ends up being. I'm, I'm still nervous that they're going to pull the trigger on Reigns winning the belt one way or the other. Here's um, a, here's a, how would you think about this? What, it, what would you think of Reigns winning the belt and then Braun Strowman winning the Rumble? Right. Would and that then, change how you feel? I, a little bit because I, I, would, or I would agree that a, a Strowman-Reigns match would be helped by there being a belt involved. Whether it's the U.S. or the... Right. Well, yeah. that's true, too. That's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Um, but I would... I, I, think, I think a Roman's... A Roman-Strowman uh, match involving the world... The Universal title... Right. It could be one of the biggest matches on the marquee. Okay, but let me let me make the flip side argument. And I know it's going to drive you crazy, but I get it. Um, you've done all of this stuff to make Strowman a, a major heel. Yeah. Doesn't that go away if you immediately put him in a program with Roman Reigns? Don't you immediately have all the problems that you've always had that all of a sudden now, because as much as it pisses off AJ, you're still going to deal with all the same shit that you've always dealt with with Roman Reigns, that you want him to be top face and the crowds just aren't going to go along with it. And so now on television for two months, you're dealing with the fact that this guy that you've built up as top heel is now getting cheered, and this guy that you want to be your top face, and you're trying to go back into WrestleMania and redo all of the same stuff that you've done in the past, and it's just not there. Doesn't doesn't it end up affecting? It's one thing when it's Triple H, right? Like it's Triple I mean, H. You, you, it might, but you're also forgetting, like I said, that the end of the January is the end of January is the Rumble, and April is the, is WrestleMania, and that two month time frame. Braun Strowman could do a lot of shit that would ensure that he gets boots. I don't know if there is. Again, if, if the if the end game is Reigns, and it, it depends how you do. It. The thing with Strowman is you don't you don't think you don't think Braun Strowman running rough shot through Chris Jericho would ensure that he gets boots. Um, well, it, de- it depends how people right. running roughshod over a person is not necessarily a heel maneuver, you know, or let's say it's a heel maneuver, but it won't necessarily get you booze. It hasn't. Uh, well, if the if the most over guy gets knocked off television for a month or two weeks or whatever it is by Braun Strowman, he's going to get booze. Now, you can pretend that he's not. Right, right, but then things. but then you have other. Right. I hear you, but you have other issues there. Then you need to do something with, with Strowman and Jericho. Like, you can't do that and then have there be no payoff. Um, and, and then secondarily, I still think that you're coming back in. You, you're, you're asking a crowd to get behind Roman Reigns, and they're telling you we're not doing it. They're telling you we, we don't, we don't care. We will turn our back on the match rather than cheer Roman Reigns. It's, it's just, and, I, and I'm not saying it's fair, and I get it, you're going to call them dickheads, and I understand all of that. I, I totally get it. But it's still not changing the fact that that's everything, all the evidence we have is no matter what you do, no matter who you have them dick over, as soon as you put them into a program with Roman Reigns, short of, what was the one program where they were kind of having some success with Roman Reigns? Sheamus, when... A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, they were having a little bit well, of shit. Because you had, him, you had him beat the crap out of people instead of talk. You had him kind of do that. You know, it, it seemed like people were thinking, oh, maybe they turned the corner on Reigns. They're going to make and him it was do less. This. It was a little bit less threatening. You know, yes. like there's, there was a little bit of that involved. And it wasn't Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a huge point. 
Um, it just seems like all the evidence suggests if that's what you want, you're not going to get it. And, and there's very little that you can do in order to get there. I'm not, again, I think that a Roman Strowman match would make more sense as a championship match. That does feel like a match that can use the title involved, and that would be a big deal. I, I think it ends up, I don't dislike it, and I keep coming back, I don't dislike it. I worry that whatever you think you're going to get out of that is not what you're going to get out of it. And I, I, I think it, out of the possible, you know, like WWE US title combinations, I feel like that's better for the US title. That that's my take on it, quite frankly. Because I, I, then I think you can have the Owens Jericho for the world title. If, if I'm building yeah, the I, card, I guess, building the card out, I'd rather right. see that as a US title match. I keep coming back to I'm gonna I'm uh, it's really gonna bother me if they do this Owens Jericho thing and they take the title out of the picture. That like that part of this is building Chris Jericho for. This this apple, which is one more chance at the championship, right? Like that's what you're hanging out there. He's he's the old beat down mule, and you're gonna get, like that's part of the Jericho heel turn or the face turn is that you want him to be the guy that everybody is dying to see get one more championship. Do we want to see him beat Kevin Owens? Yeah. And, and I honestly, I honestly, I mean, I don't think Roman's gonna win on at the pay per view, but um, what I think is gonna happen is. I think that's the time that Triple H comes back and gets involved in that match after, like, an altercation with Seth. Right. Because I think that they're building to the whole Seth and Roman are our best friends again thing. Like, so it would make sense if they wanted to, they could get there that way with Triple H. I do think that Kevin Owens is going to win the match. I don't think Roman's going to win the match. Um, but... I also believe that if Roman did win the match, that the best-case scenario, unless they just, I don't know, who would you put him against at Mania other than Strowman if he did win the match? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the, we said this to you, that they appeared to have a Reigns problem because they didn't appear to have a good opponent set for him at WrestleMania. And Strowman is a very logical, everything about you know it is I, very logical. You know, you know what I would love to know, though? What I would love to do, though? I would love if they actually did Roman and Goldberg for the belt at Mania. And then because everybody knows Goldberg can't wrestle a match for longer than 10 minutes. Right. So if Reigns goes out there and puts on a 20-minute class with Goldberg, telling everybody to suck his dick, that would be awesome. I mean, if Goldberg can actually move around for 20 minutes, awesome. Like, that, that that's the thing. Like, I don't know if... I don't know if Chris Jericho could get a 20 minute match out of him. I don't know if, you know, anyone on the planet could have, could get a 20, unless literally it's, let's move to the outside. We're going to do a spot, sit around for 30 seconds, move to another spot, you know, roll back in the ring. Oh, let's do another spot where we're down for 30 seconds. One of those, but no, Bro, I, I think you're discounting how easily it could be accomplished. You remember. This man's been in 20 minute matches. Right, but, but that's how it was. It was, we're going like, to beat you up and lay around for a minute and beat you yeah, up again and lay around. Yeah, no, I mean, if, but that's the thing. That type of match won't, the, you know, Reigns wouldn't be able to flaunt that match if it's a bad, we're going to lay around type of match. But yes, I mean, if, if somehow Reigns got a credible match out of Goldberg, that would be a feather in his cap to make everybody shut up. There's no question about that one. Uh, speaking of that, speaking of shut up, Please tell me you guys watch the new show on the WWE Network. Which one? The Rosenberg one. Oh, the Rosenberg one. Bring it to the table. I did not get a chance. I, to I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh my God, guys! All right, you guys have to watch. This show. <laughs> I, I, I was planning on watching it yesterday after Wrestle Kingdom, and then my entire life got thrown up in the air. So yeah, yeah it, it, it's definitely uh, happening the, sometime the, in the next few days. The show is basically 
the first take, except it's all wrestling stuff. And Paul Heyman and JBL spend the entire show telling the internet communities that boo John Cena and boo Roman Reigns and all the all the idiot smarks in the crowd to shut up and appreciate which which, which is oh, which is great it's, but it's, it's it's literally my it's not I hear you dog nobody's ever but I've never argued with you it's just not going to help anything <laughs> it's I, just going to make these people the, the weird thing about that is who's watching this show it's those idiots. Right. I mean, like, the, and all it's gonna do is then piss. It's what what's gonna do is it's gonna fuel. It's almost like trying to. And I, I boy, I hate making this comparison. Oh, I, I can't wait. For, I don't even want to tell you one of the things that that Cena. I'm um, not Cena. Well, it's about Cena. I don't even want to tell you one of the things that Heyman and JBL said about Cena because I want to get uh, your organic reaction when you see it to text us, Glenn. Right. It's, it's just the best thing ever. Oh, I mean, I, it's I, gonna be great. I hear you. All I'm telling you is what they're trying to do is like you trying to talk to a Trump supporter. You, you can't, there is no reason that can be used, there's no logic that can be used, there's, you can't do any of those things. It's impossible. You just can't. It, it, it it's, and I hate making that comparison, but it's the way that it is. Like, the, I, I hear. And, and what it's going to do is it's, it's, it's going to embolden them. Correct. To, to dig down deeper how into dare, their How dare you liberal media? How dare yeah. you, um. How, have you guys seen, did you guys see the NXT show this week? The, the one from the Australia? I have yeah. not, I have not watched it yet. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are worthless. Bro, it's, oh, um, it's, it's a replay from Melbourne. And it's Thursday. Like, I haven't, I just haven't had time. Yeah, so they're all, I mean, they're all replays from somewhere. Well, yeah, technically that's true, but we, I'm, <laughs> all right. Before they were in Osaka. Right, so you right. can apologize and say you were wrong anytime. Well, about what? <laughs> Not you, Eric. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, you apologize, yeah, Aaron. I'm apologize, sorry for saying it son was of a bitch. Replay from Osaka. You're the one that screwed up voting last week too, so you're a dick. All right, um, what else are we to touch on from Raw? Um, <laughs> let's talk about how the two most important, no, not most important, but the two funniest segments of the night both involved who? Well, the, I mean, first of all, first of all, the, is, is that Titus O'Neil absolutely should be a member of the New Day that, that is because factual. Titus O'Neil is wonderful. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that this is going to lead to Titus O'Neil becoming part of the New Day. I hope like you're right. Where, like where I think but does he replace someone or just join? No, what I think is going to happen is that they, they're working this thing with Xavier. They're going to have – they had Xavier go over on him. I think they're going to eventually have Titus go over on Xavier. Then he's going to move on to another member, and then throughout the process, kind of like Sheamus and Cesaro, there he's going to earn their respect, and he's going to join the New Day. That's what I think is going to come from all this. Well, I'm down. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a victory. I don't know where you go from there, but I'm I'm all in. I mean, anything that leads to more Titus is yes, a good thing. I'm uh, I'm in favor of that in general. Um, and then and then them working their uh, their uh, their umbrella techniques with Gentleman Jack. I mean, Gentleman Jack is just everything. He's just so great. Everything he is wrestling, gentlemen. This, I swear to God, our boy Brandon in Parkville sent me a like forward me a meme the other day. It said, um, uh, "Please tag someone who's a scoundrel, a scoundrel in need of a, a solid thrashing." And I'm just like, "No, I am a gentleman. You are. I will not stand for such flim flam. This is, I, dude. Jack Gallagher is is manna from heaven. He is." God, this is everything I want as a wrestling fan is what I'm getting from Gentleman Jack. He is by far and away. You know what? We haven't done a top five things we actually like about wrestling list in a long time. Although I'm giving away my number one. I was going to say. He is my number one with a bullet on that list right now. He is awesome. Anything else from Monday? 
I'm just running through my head right now. Um, I mean, I think it looks like we're going to have two Raw women's matches in the Royal Rumble, which kind of, or, or are we, I mean, like, we still don't know about this. I think it will be two Raw women's matches, but you know what trips me out a lot is the fact that, uh, do you think that they're burning Sheamus and Cesaro as champs this early, starting this feud with the Bullet Club? Or do you think the Bullet Club's just going to lose again? I don't. I wouldn't put it past. I, I no, never, I think they're going to burn them because I think yeah. we're going to get. I think they envision a Sheamus Cesaro match at WrestleMania to be a solid, you know, either pre-show or early card type of match. I think they like Sheamus versus Cesaro at WrestleMania, so it wouldn't surprise me at all if they burn them. You I know, mean, which is a bummer because you know you kind of like the dynamic and it's kind of worked a little bit, but I do still think they want to have. I'd rather end it when it's hot than end it, you know, going a month or two yeah, too, too long. long. And I still think there's something to be said for a the club getting the belts in the New Day, as you referenced last week. If you're not going to elevate the New Day into something else right now, it's still more logical to have the New Day and the club be the title match at WrestleMania because they're the two best tag teams. I still wonder if Enzo and Cass factors into Mania. And mainly it's just that I can't believe that they've gone away from Enzo and Cass and the tag team this quickly. And that, that's just the only reason why I believe it at this point, because nothing else points to it. But. Yeah, I, I think you can count on them being in the uh, Under the Giant Battle Royal, babe. I think that's the direction that those guys are headed. No, I don't even think that. I think that they're going to – there's going to be something like a – like a tag team money in the bank match or some shit like well, that. Well, usually the tag like match is like four or five teams over the past the few ju- years. The title match is? Yeah, the, ta- the title match I, has I, been. I, if it was, I think what they might end up doing, if they book it right, I think they have a regular tag match on both Raw and SmackDown, and then you could literally say every other tag team is entered in this battle royal Gauntlet. match. Right, to get a number one contender. Gauntlet for the number one contender. Yeah. To get a, yeah. to get a, a shot at the title the next night or the you know what I'm saying? It would like, be a good pre-show like match. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, very good. Is that it from Raw? Are we good? Anything else we need to touch on? I'm trying to th- I, I can't think of anything else. No, that's it. Okay, excellent. So we come back in. Hopefully, AJ will be um, uh, behind a microphone, and then we can talk about SmackDown, and uh, we still have a lot to do. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. How well do you pick weekly NFL games? Pick Factor is the free new app that lets you pick each week's games and see how you do against your friends or against the whole country. Join other leagues or create your own custom league all for free. Pick Factor is easy to download from the Google Play Store or the App Store. When you open the Pick Factor app for the first time, a full tutorial shows you what to do. Play against the Press Box staff. When you download Pick Factor, click Join a League and Enter League name PBS for PressBox Sports. Once you enter PBS, you'll be able to see how your weekly picks do against the PressBox staff. This week, anyone who beats the PressBox staff will automatically be qualified to win a $25 Royal Farms gift card. One winner will be chosen from everyone who beats our entire staff. You need to be 18 or older to enter and live in Maryland. No purchase is necessary. We will notify the winner through email in the Pick Factor app. If nobody beats our entire staff, the person in our league with the highest score will win the 20 $25 gift card. To get the most points, fill out your picks by Thursday. It's you against the press box pros. Download the Pick Factor app in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Hey, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, this is Jake the Snake Smith from Baltimore Professional Boxing. We have a great event coming up January 13th. It's Friday the 13th, a scary night at the fights at Michaels 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland, featuring Jesse. The Beast Nick Lowe, a knockout artist right here from Baltimore. 
You don't want to miss it. Please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com for tickets and any other kind of information. Baltimore Professional Boxing Friday, January 13th at Michaels 8th Avenue to benefit the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. For information, BaltimoreBoxing.com. Professional Boxing returns to Baltimore. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, real baseball talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash StanTheFan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Back in here for segment number two, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and the main event. AJ Francis, we managed to get on a microphone. This is jobbing out. Uh, so let's get into SmackDown for this week. And a couple of things that I think are worth discussing from SmackDown this week. Another really good show. It, it's, it, it just is. It's remarkable. Um, you tweeted about this, Aaron, and it addresses something that we brought up last week, which is they did their work, and it's the one thing that I always ask for them to do. And in defending the decision to give John Cena the opportunity at a, a the title shot at Royal Rumble, um, The Miz essentially said, well, it's about ratings. Daniel Bryan said it. Or, yeah, sorry, Daniel Bryan. Yes. Right, Jesus. Um, See, I told you it was Feud of the Year. You can't even separate them. Right, that's true. It's obviously the Feud of the Year because Fact. of that. It's definitely not Kevin. Shut up. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are fighting in my dreams. Naked. Right, um, yes. Well, wait, what? Well, did I say that out loud? I mean, I don't understand how you know that, because I'm pretty sure I left that part of the equation out. Is anyone ever clothed in your dreams? That's how All right, you know what? Easy over there. Um, but they, he said, look, this is about ratings. We beat yep. Raw on the ratings last week. And, and again, kayfabe works great. Yep. Works great. It does, it, it does the minimal amount that I ask for you to do the yes. work. They did the work, and I appreciate that. The one thing, if, if anything is problematic, it's not Daniel Bryan. It's... You know, John Cena, whose character has always been about, you know, hustle, loyalty, respect, you know, you know, earning something as opposed to just be handed something. He always gets kind of angry at that when someone just believes they should be handed something. And he's just going out there asking to be handed something. So if there's an issue there, it's yeah. it's from that. But that's, you know, if you want to say that's the issue. As far as Daniel Bryan goes, it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense. Um, it's not the ideal situation, I don't think, but it makes sense. I, I, I don't. I hear what you're saying. I if I really wasted time on it, I, I could probably, you know, have an opinion, but I don't. It doesn't right. bother I mean, that, me. That's, I was just saying, if you were looking for that, that right. would be the situation. I think they're handling AJ Styles' end of it tremendously, having him grill John Cena about the shit that he said about The Rock. Again, something we brought up last week. I think it's exactly what AJ Styles should be doing. Again, the only part about all this that sucks is that it just reeks of... Well, going into WrestleMania, we need to have Roman Reigns and John Cena as our champions, and so we're going to have Roman Reigns and John Cena as our champions. And that, it, it, again, John Cena and The Undertaker, if that's the route you're going, do not need a championship involved in their match. They do not need it. Now, I get they feel as though John Cena needs to win the championship because he's got to get to the Ric Flair's title or Ric Flair's record. Like, I get that. But you do not need John Cena and The Undertaker to have the title match, whereas the title can help another match on your WrestleMania card. 
I don't want it. Don't do it. But they're going to. They're going to. You're right. You're absolutely right. They, I, I mean, at this point, though, I will say the way, and, and we'll get to this a little bit later, if they wanted to com- throw a complete wrench into it and have Cena somehow get out of it, then AJ Undertaker makes a lot of sense as a title match as well. Why? I don't think they're going to, but they're leaving themselves. I, I think that Undertaker is going to be in a title match. You see, I, I just, that also does not work for me. I, I understand it doesn't work for you, but I think that's Why? what we're getting. Why do we need the Undertaker in a title match at WrestleMania? Why? He won his last two matches at Mania, so you got to give him his love. Oh, is that the way it works? That's if, right. If you win one match a year, you get to be in the, in the next title match? No, he won two matches at Mania, though. How many other people can say they've won two matches at Mania in the last two years? That's probably not many. Actually, it's, it's true. There yeah. aren't many at all. <laughs> not many. You're right about that. But there's also a lot of people that have won a lot more matches than that. True. Just don't get it. I do not understand this whatsoever. Um, Did you have a problem at all with Cena saying, like, going middle, you know, going in? He, he did the Cena thing where, you know, he goes oh. into it and said, I respect you. And then midway through the promo, I have no respect for you anymore. You're not, you know, he did the same thing with Kevin Owens back when they were feuding where it was like, I didn't respect you until you lost to me. Dog, this is John, you, nothing matters. I've always, this is the John Cena problem. Nothing that happens matters. Until John Cena's there. So if you did it and John Cena wasn't there, John Cena's got to let you know it doesn't matter. Well, but it, it's he, he was there. He, he, AJ well, that's, and that's, I mean, Cena. that's the insane part about it, right? Like, the whole thing is so, it's just incredibly poor. No, I, look, John Cena, John Cena, his, it was another classic John Cena promo, right? Like, it was the same promo that I've heard a thousand times before. I, I've never heard him do a different promo. And that's fine. I, again, John Cena's good at what he does, and I get it, and people watch when John Cena's around, and so God bless him. But it's he just, th- this is how they script it. All right, so we're going to have John come out, and then he's going to Cena it up, and then we'll, then we'll go on to the next segment. That's, just, that's all it is. It's the same shit, man. It's never changed. It's why there's always been a John Cena problem. It's, it, you're not going to change it now, because he's barely going to be around moving forward. Why would you change it now? So I'm not really even complaining about it. It's just nuts whenever somebody tries to tell me about how good this one was, where I'm like, really? The same one that I've heard the 5,000 times before was really good this time? The same goddamn promo. It's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I'm sorry. Sorry. Hey, just so you know, New Day made another dick joke in their promo. They did the same thing over and over again. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, all right. Uh, what else from Raw? What else from Raw? Uh, well, Miz dropped the title. Yeah, that was kind of significant. I, I, I. Uh, go ahead. If the plan, if the plan is to, like, that's an easy way. That's a way that people. I think WWE should do more. There's sometimes the easiest way to set up a feud is to have a one title match and have the person that you expect to be the champion coming out of the feud lose the title right away. And have to get it back, which is what Miss is going to do for the next two months, unless. Well, this is the this is the issue. The, the <laughs> issue is uh, Aaron's feud of the year. Fuck. Um, Dropping out. No, our our feud of the year was uh, Ziggler Miz. Yes. Aaron's feud of the year was Miz uh, Daniel, Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Unless we're going 
back to something related to the Miz and Daniel Bryan. What do you mean going back? We're not no, going. To... No, we are going back. Like there's no interaction on a weekly basis. There's no. It's not really a feud. It's just this underlying thing. That's the question. And where can it possibly be going? Where? And where really can we even get to? Outside of saying this is Shawn Michaels. Outside of that. Outside of the reason why Shawn Michaels is showing up. On Raw next week. And Taker showing because, up on Raw. Yeah, that, is, that's the other thing that we don't know what's going on. Why is Taker showing up on Raw? Other than it's... I got nothing. Actually, I mean, the one obvious reason is it's in New Orleans. He's going to come out and say, this is the first time I've been here since I lost. And oh yeah, WrestleMania is going to be here next year. Okay, fine. It's still weird. It's, oh, it's definitely weird. Especially, you know, that his first appearance after saying I'm never leaving SmackDown is on Raw. Correct. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, the one thing that we think that could be, the one pie-in-the-sky possibility for this Miz Bryan thing is that Shawn Michaels wrestles on behalf of the Miz, right? Like, that's the one pie-in-the-sky possibility. That would be awesome if he wrestles on behalf of the Miz. I'm sorry. That would be really awesome if we got Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels wrestling. Right. It would be really great, wouldn't it? It really would be great. No, I mean, it would... um, Shawn Michaels is not coming back to wrestle the Miz. And I agree with that. So then what? I don't know. What would you even want? I'm I'm telling... Give me anything. What would you even want to end this? To end it? To to take it somewhere. Of... Wait, wait. I'm saying, no, 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 no. Miz, Daniel Bryan. What is the purpose of Miz? Again, you say that it's coming back to it, but Miz is accusing, you know... Renee Young gets to slap people because she's friends with Daniel right. Bryan. Like, everything is coming back to Daniel so Bryan. So tell me how, where, where does it go? I don't know. Right! I don't know. what. You know what? That's not a bad thing. Okay, that's as fine. Long, as long as they have a plan. But tell me what you would enjoy. That's the problem here. Like, it's one thing to say it's good for, like, it, it's, it's good that we don't know and that there's all you these possibilities. I'm, you know what I'm okay with? I'm okay with for the next nine months... People getting the rub by being Daniel Bryan's hand-picked opponent to try to annoy the Miz. I have no problem with that. And then how does it end? Well, eventually it ends because there is the one guy. I have an idea. What's up? I think that one easy way you could end it is have Miz cheat to win the Royal Rumble and rub it in Daniel Bryan's face. That ends it? How does that end it? How does it end it? That elevates it. <laughs> That makes no, it a lot better. Is, no, what I'm saying is that that gets the feud to Mania where the Daniel Bryan would handpick who he wants or he would set up the match so that the Miz is in a bad position and then the Miz ends up winning or losing or whatever and you end it at Mania. But I'm saying the start of how you could end it could be at the Royal Rumble. But how are you ending it? If, if Daniel Bryan screws over the Miz at WrestleMania, or he doesn't screw over the Miz. there's still a problem between Daniel Bryan and the Miz. I th- the way to end it is that he feels... The way know, to end it is you have Miz win the title at Mania. And then Daniel Bryan just gives up? Just says... Yeah, then, yeah because he has to respect... Well, actually, the, the, way, the way to end it is, if you want to include the Rumble, is Miz wins the Rumble and then jumps to Raw saying that He's not working for Daniel Bryan anymore. That's not necessarily an ideal way, but that's I mean, there's still something sort of between Daniel Bryan. No, but but then they're on separate shows. Right, you don't have to address it any longer. Yes. I guess is the case. You can you do the work to get it there? I mean, can you? I, I mean, I'm not going that route with Miz winning. I'd love to see Miz win the Rumble, yeah, but, but Miz it, isn't winning the Rumble. So Miz is going to face Reigns. Like I don't hate it, but I don't know, man. The whole thing is really fucking convoluted. And this is the problem that I keep coming back to, is that, like, great, let's keep doing this, but... Wh- what about Ms. Jericho? 
nobody's got a problem with that. But then what are you doing with Jericho and Wyatt? How, like, how is Miz or getting not over? Jericho and Wyatt. Jesus Christ, what is going on in my how brain is, today? And, and I guess Jericho, Jericho wins Owens. the belt at Fastlane? Or yeah. <sighs> okay. I mean, I'm not... Again, I'm not telling you no. It's just there's a lot of work that you got to do to get to these things. They're very pie in the sky. Like I, I am. I, just, I really think I would love it. If it you... hasn't. It hasn't happened in a long time, and I think this is going to be the year. One of those titles is going to. One of those main titles is going to drop at one of those in between pay per views. Okay, I mean that's fine. I don't really have beef with that necessarily. When was the last time that did happen? By the way, was that probably one of the elimination chambers? Edge, oh, no. Edge. What, what about? Well, what about um, Batista beating Cena before twenty? What was that? Eight? Oh, I don't even remember or, that. That's no so twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. What was the scenario? Oh, no. I remember there, there was the. Oh, boy, what was it? Cena had won something, and then Vince just sent Batista out to say, "Oh, you get, you have a title shot now." Boy, when was that? That was, boy, that might. I, I might be going too far Man, back. I, yeah, I don't know. Probably one of the Olympics. It's been a long time. Yes. We're in agreement. It's been a while. That. It's been a long time. I don't have a problem with it. I've never had a problem with it. I mean, you got these pay-per-views. It sort of sucks that, like, the pay-per-views feel like there's really only one thing that can happen. You know what I mean? Like, you hate going to a pay-per-view feeling that way. Um, look, I love everything The Miz is doing. I love – I have no problem with Dean Ambrose beating him for the title because Dean Ambrose is very credible. Um I don't have a problem with the Miz and Dean Ambrose working together for a little while. I mean, that's what you're doing leading into WrestleMania. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, just have these two dudes, you know, go after each other and try to create a great feud the way that you created the Miz and Dolph Ziggler as a great feud for the, the fall. I'm good with it. Um, it's just still with this backdrop, this weird backdrop that, again, it's not just that we don't know how they're going to do it. It's that we don't really know how we want them to do it. There's nothing... There's nothing short of, short of suddenly them changing their mind and allowing Daniel Bryan to wrestle a match, which we we believe is not possible. Correct. It would be very odd. It would it, be very. It would be and, very and, awesome too. It will, of course it would be. Everybody knows but that. But I would also feel a little weird that WWE said no, he can't wrestle. He's not no healthy how, enough. No way whatsoever. But except okay, except for this one thing that we're going to do at WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. It's a big deal. Hey, you know, like how about how about this? The Smack. You said SmackDown has Elimination Chamber. I believe that's the case, yes. If they do, I just thought of a way you could get there. What if you have Miz win the Royal Rumble and Daniel, and then you have six guys in the Elimination Chamber and then one of them gets hurt a week before the Elimination Chamber? Oh, and you put in Daniel and Bryan. Daniel he, doesn't Bryan have, he doesn't really have to wrestle. Like, he can no, just no, go. No, no, no. Oh. Daniel Bryan, no. Daniel Bryan handpicks his, his person. Well, you can. And, and, am I allowed to finish or are you going to keep talking? Fine, go. And he handpicks his person, and the person he picks is the person who trained him. Again, we it, just it talked ma- about it, that. It, it makes it makes sense, other than the fact that Shawn Michaels has said that he's willing to come back under the right match, under the right circumstances. And, and the you Miz don't just think Miz, the Miz, Miz Shawn not, Michaels that for the belt at Mania is the right circumstance. No, I well, don't. When, well, when, if, he, when he goes away after the matches, that Aaron, I don't know if you heard this. There are people that allege that this was the feud of the year. That's right. It's you don't think being involved in the feud of the year? I think anything short of a guaranteed. Well, it smells to me like it wasn't even the feud of the year then. That's what it's. If it wasn't, if it's not good enough for Shawn Michaels hey, to come back, it Shawn might Michael, not have even been the feud. Shawn of the year. Michaels Miz is not the feud of the year. Well, but, <laughs> but he's working on Daniel Bryan's behalf. 
You're he's, an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I just banded I you into you know a what? fucking corner. No, you didn't, didn't because he's not coming back for a feud. He's coming back for a match, and the Miz is not that match. Uh, Elimination Chamber, by the way, is the SmackDown pay per view. Yes, and Fastlane is the Raw pay per view on March fifth. Yes. Um, look, I, 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 Shawn Michaels is the way. Like, yes. it's the way to do this and make it make sense. It's just I probably lean with Aaron that I. I would be very surprised by Shawn Michaels. Now, do I think anything is impossible? No, I don't think anything is impossible. All of a sudden, you throw $5 million at him, and all of a sudden, right. he had and Shawn Michaels And his. Shawn Michaels is showing up on Raw this week and is presumably going to show up at the Royal Rumble because it's in home, his hometown. And that's why, why I assume he's showing up on Raw. Right. There's plenty of ways that you can, can work this to make it happen and to make it logical and to make it great. And Shawn Michaels acting on the behalf of Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at WrestleMania would be wonderful. It yes. would be so wonderful, I can't even describe it. But short of that, that's the only scenario that any of us have come up with that we'd even like. Again, not that they could do, that we'd even want them to do in order to tie this whole thing together. Everything else just seems as though, like, there's nobody else that Daniel Bryan could say, well, I'm going to choose... CM Punk. C- well, shit. <laughs> CM Punk? Well, uh, there we go. Well, how about this? How about he's the GM, so that means he has to, he has the power to hire people from NXT, correct? Right. So you're saying that he had, he hires Shinsuke Nakamura to face the Miz? Shinsuke versus Miz? Well, I mean, nobody's gonna complain <laughs> about a Shinsuke Miz match at WrestleMania, dog. Like nobody. Yeah, you now you're trying to paint me into a corner where I'm gonna complain about Nakamura and Miz. We're, we're, we're getting that. We're from just me. trying to think of someone who has a history. But we're yeah. trying to think of someone who has history with right, Daniel Bryan ideally. who would make sense, which is why Punk would make sense, which is why Shawn Michaels would make sense, why Nakamura and Dillinger, while awesome, wouldn't quite feel as good as those other Right, it would fun. feel more like it's a mercenary. Now, Joe, on the other hand, would I mean, make there's some, some history sense. There, there, there's sure. history there. There's some history. I'm... What about Broken Matt Hardy? Dog, I mean, just <laughs> let's just name him. What about Hulk Hogan? Well, now that you mention it. <laughs> what about The Rock? <laughs> yeah, what about The Rock? The Rock Miz. That's the match we've been waiting for. The Hollywood Superstar versus the Bollywood Superstar. <laughs> what? What? That's Who's... what it would be Rock Miz. It would be... Is, Miz a Bollywood? Is that how is Miz a Bollywood Superstar? He's not, but he's not The Rock's level either, so that was the intended oh, okay. all right. emphasis all right. of yeah. the all right. all right, all right, fair enough. I. You know, you know what this could honestly be leading to, I and were... I, I wouldn't like this, but um, Shane. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh shit! That's a thousand percent what it's going to be. Yes. Oh god damn it! And Shane Miz will be a pretty. Good it'll match. be fine. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine. Fun. It'll be a Shane match. It'll be yes. exactly what you get out of it. Look, it's not as bad as Shane Brock. There's no doubt about that. I personally think Shane Miz is going to be better. Maybe just not because of the sell and the stunt that he pulled jumping off of it. Right. But I think the match in and of itself, Shane Miz will probably be a lot better than oh, Shane. Yeah. With, with Mar- Maurice's antics with Shane, it'll be great. Yeah. Oh, it'll be – dude, yeah. I'm not complaining about it, but it's it doesn't feel like right. that's really the way that you blow off if it's the feud of the year. That's right. You piece of shit. All right, now <laughs> – uh, what else do we need to touch on from uh, SmackDown? Oh, so we're still in the dark on La Luchadora. Yep. Um, More people are, are, you know, the the if you're looking at, not that there are any real Vegas odds, but but the trend is going that's more towards uh, Diana Peraza, who was the. I don't even know who that is. She showed up. She was the one who showed. She was uh, Jane Ellsworth, who got thrown out of the ring there oh, okay. by Alexa if, Bliss. If a couple that's weeks who this ago. ends up being, that's it, a I, huge I think that's stupid, but yeah. there are some similarities when you look at the close-ups I mean, there. You could. You, I don't think it would, you. You got to remember, 
What if that was all a pl- like Alexa can say that was in her plan all right, right, right. You can write it. It would just be disappointed that you're making this who is La Luchadora right. thing, and, and it, it's, it's not someone... really. They also keep in mind that people are doing this based on how the face, face looks. Look. The, the person that's in the La Luchadora outfit is not necessarily the person that end up having be La Luchadora. Like there's that I don't buy for a second. So I don't think that really matters what the person's it's face might evil. look like. <sighs> Well, it can't be because the girl had brown hair. But again, the person that's there. <laughs> she was wearing a wig. That's right, all you have right. to say. That really is all you have to say. That's a good point. And that, that cleans that up for you. Um, I hope it's Ronda Rousey. I really do. I really hope it's Ronda Rousey, but I don't think that that's going to be awesome. That would be pretty good. Um, anything else we need to touch on from from SmackDown? Oh, we're going to get a rematch between uh, the Wyatts and American Alpha next week. It's fine. I mean, I don't. I don't know where that's headed. I, I loved uh, that look Harper gave Orton when Orton beat him to run. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was just a great look. That was good. Harper has some fantastic facial well, Har- Luke Harper's great. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know if anybody's ever. If you've not noticed how great Luke Harper is, it's because you're not trying. You know, like Luke. Har- Luke Harper's tremendous, and I, I like the 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 sort of pissed off Dolph Ziggler thing. Oh yeah, we got to it's. it's I mean, it seems like it's going to be heel turn, a full heel yeah, turn. Yeah, and it's, it's not. De- well, it's not definitely. There and that's the yet. funny part. Like, I don't know that it has to be a heel turn yet. I do think there's still a question whether or not, is it is it smart to flip him again this quickly, well, and for what and for what purpose? What do you mean again this quickly? When's the last time he was, was a heel? He was well over. It's been a while. Has it been it's, that it's, long? It's been, I mean, Man. it was since he cashed in Money in the Bank, right? Four years ago. Wow, has he not had a heel turn in that entire time? I don't think so. I'm so used to them screwing right. with him that it just feels like maybe instead yeah. of it. All right, well, then fair enough. Um, look, I love, everybody loves Heel Ziggler. I mean, the guy's fucking Twitter name is Heel, Heel Ziggler, Ziggler, right? Like, no, there's nothing wrong with Heel Ziggler. Um, I guess the question still comes back to what's the purpose? Because if the purpose is we flip him to Heel to try to get Apollo Crews over, eh, it doesn't do quite as much for me. Like, that just doesn't. I have no problem with getting Apollo. I mean, I if, like Apollo if, Crews. If that's so... one of the, I don't think that's the end game, but if it's, right. if it's one of those things, I got no problem. Oh, if you're doing it along the way, I would like to know what the end game is with, with Heel Ziggler. If, if Heel Ziggler is, it's it's just, better. Just call, just call Vince and ask him. <laughs> All right, we'll call him. We'll call him. It's, yeah, uh, you got it. Would you let, just call let, Vince? Let's put it this way: it's, if, if Ziggler is going to be floating, it's better he's floating as a heel than a face. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. That's fine. And anything else? I like mean, it, it was interesting that uh, someone pointed this out. Literally nine different uh, women wrestlers were involved in like major aspects of the show. Right, and this is you have alluded to this idea before that there could be some sort of female rumble, which I'm now for for right now. A that's part of it, but also yeah. I was just pointing out like, wow, they have nine different wrestlers doing something meaningful on a show. When's the last time we could ever? So say hang on, that? let's count the nine. Well, not just not, women. If you're not, inc- if you're oh, you're including Renee, Renee and, and Maurice. Well, yes. but Maurice, we know is yes. they're willing to have. Okay, wrestling. but but you have so Renee and Maurice. Renee and Maurice. You have Natty, Nikki. Right. You have Carmella. Alexa, Becky, Carmella. Yeah. Uh, whoever La Luchadora is. Whoever La Luchadora is. And I'm, it's eight. Was Naomi involved in the card somehow? I'm, I mean, she's there. You right. Know, like, was was she? I don't was, was she on the show? I'm, I, don't, I don't remember. I, I'm blanking. Who? Maybe they mentioned Aaliyah. Oh, they did. Aaliyah was in a match. Yeah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah was, was in a match, match. Yeah. with uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, look, that, that's awesome. And I'll yeah, it's, and, and that's I said, awesome. I said when we brought up this concept of female Royal Rumble, you could do it, and I think it would be great. Frankly, I think they should do it. Now, is it thirty? Probably not thirty, because I don't think they've got thirty. But between, if you allow, particularly if you allow NXT women to be involved, between fifteen and twenty people, at least twenty. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, just considering you don't need to have, like, Lana can be involved. You don't need to have her work a match. She can just go over the top rope. You don't need. Or between there, and she can't go over the top. <laughs> you don't think they could ever go over the. I, I think that most. You think they wouldn't do that? They haven't in the. It just, it looks awkward when they try to go over the top. Yeah. It, they, most of them just. They're, they're trying to they, protect they're themselves well, too they're, much. Well, they're height. Oh, they, yeah, it's tough. And there's nobody that can really throw. I mean, not yeah. throw them, but who else could throw right. them? It just looks awkward when they try. Yeah, to you're right. So it had to be between the and ropes. That's, and that's kind of the awkward thing about the Royal Rumble. Right. Is that physically, battle royals, even when they're good, like the, they've had a couple NXT battle royals that have been good for the most part. Physically, they've looked a little bit awkward, and okay. that's the one negative to doing a women's Royal. I think Rumble. the point is they could do it. They could. They could. They could do it, and I'd have no beef with it. All right, uh, we'll grab a break here. When we come back in, we're going to do the stuff that we used to do on the show. We're going to do a quick count. We're going to do a top five, and that'll be how we wrap up the show for this week. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Hey, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, this is Jake the Snake Smith from Baltimore Professional Boxing. We have a great event coming up. January 13th, that's Friday the 13th, a scary night at the fights at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland, featuring Jesse the Beast Nicklo, a knockout artist right here from Baltimore. You don't want to miss it. Please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com for tickets and any other kind of information. Baltimore Professional Boxing Friday, January 13th at Michael's 8th Avenue. To benefit the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. For information, BaltimoreBoxing.com. Professional boxing returns to Baltimore. Hi there, KZ here with Sarita, the NFL chick. Every Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon, you can hear us right here on PressBoxOnline.com slash radio for the PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football Football Show. show. Sarita tries to keep me in check. I get a little uh, shady every once in a while. No, I just try to keep KZ in realistic world instead of you either stink or you're great. It's all about fantasy. It doesn't matter what's real. It just doesn't. Yes, because wins and losses don't matter, KZ. They don't. They don't. Garbage time is winning time. That's all that matters. Anyway, you can listen to us, as I said, 10 a.m. to noon right here. Pressboxonline.com slash radio or slash fantasy, whichever you're in the mood for. NFL, college football, sometimes baseball. 10 a.m. to noon every Sunday. The Pressbox Fantasy and Reality Football Show. Pressboxonline.com slash radio. How well do you pick weekly NFL games? Pick Factor is the free new app that lets you pick each week's games and see how you do against your friends or against the whole country. Join other leagues or create your own custom league all for free. Pick Factor is easy to download from the Google Play Store or the App Store. When you open the Pick Factor app for the first time, a full tutorial shows you what to do. Play against the Pressbox staff. When you download Pick Factor, click Join a League and enter league name PBS for Pressbox Sports. Once you enter PBS, you'll be able to see how your weekly picks do against the Pressbox staff. This week, anyone who beats the Pressbox staff will automatically be qualified to win a $25 Royal Farms gift card. One winner will be chosen from everyone who beats our entire staff. You need to be 18 or older to enter and and live in Maryland. No purchase is necessary. We will notify the winner through email in the Pick Factor app. If nobody beats our entire staff, the person in our league with the highest score will win the $25 gift card. To get the most points, fill out your picks by Thursday. It's you against the press box pros. Download the Pick Factor app in the Google Play Store or the App Store.
third and final segment, the first jotting out of 2017. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Let's uh, let's do the things that we used to do on this program. Why don't we do a quick count? We're going old school. Yeah, a little. Old, it's old school raw. They used to do that. Wasn't that always at the that beginning was of the year? Always January. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Old school raw today. Uh, let's do a quick count. Let's do a top five. We haven't done them in a long time. If you're new to the show, uh, in the quick count, we go over three stories we haven't had an opportunity to spend much time talking about. The first one, we always allow Aaron to go off the reservation, and Aaron wants to go, like, way off the reservation to, like, another part of the world. This time, Aaron, where are you taking us? We're, we're going across the sea. We're going across the Pacific to Japan, where uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11 was, I guess, in America, it was Tuesday night. It started at 3 a.m. here on the East Coast. I did not stay up for it. I'm but actually stunned by that. I thought of it. Honestly, yeah. if it was midnight and not 3 a.m., I totally right. would have done it. But I uh, decided to watch it afterwards. And uh, once again, fantastic show. Uh, the main event, uh, Kenny Omega against Okada, is a match people are raving about for good reasons. Uh, Dave Meltzer, who has watched every match ever. Mm-hmm. Says it might be the greatest match he's ever watched in his I, life. I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. Right. But the fact that he is saying it and he has watched every match ever, just it, it shows at least what level it's on, even if you don't necessarily agree with that fact that it's the greatest match ever. Um, top to bottom, it was awesome. The uh, Kushido Takahashi match was great. Naito Tanahashi was awesome. And, um, you know, it's a great way to start the year. It had a lot of eyes on it. Supposedly, it was like the biggest overseas audience they've ever had. Um, which is impressive when you consider Wrestle Kingdom 9 had JR involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are several other, you know, they've had big shows, and this is the biggest overseas audience. And at a time but when you they... really think JR is like the draw, right? Yeah. J- I mean, well, when when they were it, they were promoting it, at, it was the first time they had an English broadcast, and they had JR doing it, and it, it was a big deal at the time. Plus, the matches were good, so it was it was a, they did a lot of promoting two years ago to the American audience that they didn't necessarily do this time around, because um, they didn't have to. And and that's part of Who it. Were the, the biggest names that came in WWE this year that debuted were the club and Shinsuke. <laughs> so like they really didn't have to do any work for it. Yeah, but you didn't have Shinsuke in the club and AJ like you had last year. But it's it's relevant and they announced officially that the G one is going to start in America July first and second in California. And and part of the big feud with the Okada and Omega that they alluded to was, you know, who's going to be the guy when they start marketing worldwide. Like they that was right. the big theme of this show was New Japan is about to go global. Who's going to be the man when they go global? And it ended up being Okada after a whatever you think about whether it's the greatest match ever or just simply a match of the year uh-huh. type match. It, it was a tremendous forty five minute match top to bottom when the last ten to fifteen minutes of it are as thrilling as you can think of all right well, um, if it, i'm snowed in this weekend yeah i mean i, I definitely recommend watching it and you know it, it new japan is going to be the company to watch this year like just to see what they how they position themselves business-wise they're going to be really fascinating to watch and moving to a you know doing the g1 in america is a big okay so so what would a time frame if, if okada is the guy right does that mean that they are they, sinking their teeth and he's going to be with them for some time because oh, they're riding they're okay. riding it? Or does that mean that he's the guy that, if you're not a 10, as far as a wrestling nerd goes, if you're only a 6 or a 7, that you should be paying attention because... You know, he could be on the on the radar to be a WWE guy. Well, I mean, Okada is the guy. He's the but, guy in Japan, and, and he is he is 
he has been on WWE's radar. Like, this is not a new, this is a, if WWE had a draft of everybody in the world, he would be in their top three picks, probably. He has the look, he has the ability, he has the charisma, doesn't have the Can English. He speak English? He doesn't have the English, and that's the problem. It's significant. It, it is a problem, but, every, you know, he's 28, and if he did speak English, he'd be the greatest thing ever for them, because he, he has it all. Um, he's definitely someone on the radar. He's been asked about it. I've got to ask him uh, that question before, and he said no. He wants to take you know Japan to the next level. He actually, I think that might have been the first time he ever mentioned bringing a G1 to America was in the interview that I did with him. But um, look at you, that's cheap, right. cheap plug, hey, cheap plug. That's right. But um, he's a guy who's definitely on WWE's radar. There's no question about that. The question is just how long is he under contract for it? Right. He's, st- he's still young, so this is a guy who could be in Japan another three years. That's, and, and that's essentially what I'm asking. Right. Is if is this... Okada is not going... I do not expect Okada in WWE in 2017, okay. if that's what you're asking. Right. Very good. That's essentially what I was asking. Yes. All right. Um, next, some news regarding the Hall of Fame. We believe. We believe we have our first uh, member we of the... We have a report. <laughs> yes. Of the Hall of Fame class for 2017. This was from Wrestling Observer, correct? It was a couple different sources. Had it. Uh, well, I, I some, think somebody a, originated. I think it was Wrestling Observer. It sounds right. Oh, are you, I, I'm going to do it. I was, allow, I was walking that into you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and that's our, the first part. It's someone, he's not, he's probably not going to be the absolute headliner of the class, but it's someone who we've expected to be in the Hall of Fame for a while now. It's DDP. Look. Self high five. Um, the, the smarks are going to say, well, it's, it's the WWE Hall of Fame and DDP was barely in the WWE. I don't, is anyone really going to say that? Well, there are, no, I'm telling, right now, really? I literally just got tagged. Uh, uh, one of my fellow uh, wrestling nerd friends here at PressBox just tagged me in. Uh, I'd like to know your opinion on the WWE Hall of Fame selection of It's Me, It's Me, It's DDP. The first comment, and as we know, all first comments are garbage. First comment, the only way it is acceptable is if you view it as a wrestling Hall of Fame. He essentially did nothing in the WWE. It is a wrestling Th- Hall of Fame. And that's the point. <laughs> it, most of the, I'm not most, but there's been know, plenty does, of people he ever heard year. of Sting? Yes, yeah, Sting. Right? Freebirds yeah. got inducted last year. I mean, good Lord. Yes. <laughs> the WWE owns all of those things. It's everything they own. So, for example, it's not a TNA. It's not even everything because they they inducted um uh the the what's his face from Japan who never set foot in WWE. And it's not a company that they own. No. Are you sure? Yes. You know, I mean, he's he's done a lot of different, but he he did you primarily. Have to, you have to show work, me. He did primarily his work in New Japan. All right. The moral of the story is that it is a professional wrestling Hall of Fame. They just call the WWE Hall of Fame, but it also has made sense because anything DDP did in WCW. Now belongs to WWE. Like, it's their property, WCW. So, he would go into the WWE Hall of Fame. That's the way that that would work. Stop complaining about it. And, and even if you had questions about DDP as a wrestler, right, for whatever as reason. As a contributor? I don't know why you would, because he was a heavyweight champion. I mean, he accomplished a great he deal as a wrestler. He was as, o- maybe not as over, but definitely that Yeah, the diamond cutter to- was a pretty fucking big deal, dog. I mean, he was a star. Yes, correct. But even if you had a problem with it. Like, could- realistically, how many people in WWE became stars by and were part of the NWO at some like in, DDP, in, in Sting? Even Sting joined he, the Sting, Wolfpack. Sting joined the NWO, but I'm saying he was a star before he joined. Like Goldberg, that's really it. Like he, he the, was in in '97 to '99, DDP was one of the top faces in the company. Agreed. Correct. Agreed. If he, if he wasn't Sting, he was a half notch below Sting and Goldberg. He's right there. 
Like that, that's pop, not even a question. The pop when he gave Scott Hall the diamond yes. cutter after Fakin joined the NWO yes. was one of the biggest pops in WCW history. Yes. Like, th- this isn't a I, – I don't even know how we're having this conversation. This seems crazy. Like, DDP deserves to be in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, period. It should have been already. I, I don't really know why this is debatable. <laughs> I don't really know why this is even a thing. And, and then you add the contributions after, the fact that he literally <laughs> saved the lives of... Of two Hall of Famers. Yes. yes. Like, and that's why, even if you're a smart, like, you're a dick. You're a like, dick. Seriously, DDP being inducted by Hall and Jake is going to be the moment of the night, as far yes. as emotions go. Facts. Shut up. You're all stupid. DDP is a great Hall of Famer. I hate everything about wrestling fans. Who else do you expect to go this year? Now, since oh, we've talked about this before. Thing. I mean, the Dudleys are a very logical choice. They got their run. You know, yep. like, if, if that's it, this should be the year that they go in. Mickey James. I, well, I, we thought that about Mickey James, but if she's but, going but if to, she's coming back. Yeah, like if she's going to have a longer run, I don't, I don't know if that's if this is the timing then. Goldberg, for Mickey James. maybe. Yeah, maybe Goldberg, but do you do it while? If you know, you're building the match, probably not. But yeah, you could. You could, or you could just wait a year. How about on that, this? How about this? How about this? Maurice. What? <laughs> I mean, I got no problem with like, it, but... Why? She's a woman's champion, dude. Well, I know, but, like, why do you have to put her in now? Because she, you can, and she's around. <laughs> she doesn't dumb. wrestle. You're dumb. That's a dumb idea. Put Layla in there. Oh, I'm all for putting I mean, Layla I'm in just there. Saying. I'm all for that. There's plenty of women that can still go in. You don't have to go right to... Um, you know, I've said for some time, Tori Wilson's a logical, you know, like you can say whatever you want about, well, she wasn't a very accomplished wrestler, but she was, uh, she was as important. Of, right. Yeah. Correct. She was a huge figure in, she wrestled. I only saw her in magazines. Yeah. Well, you definitely saw her in plenty of magazines. There's no doubt about that. Um, or even Stacey Keebler is somebody that I would sure they'd love to get into the WWE hall of fame because she still has some amount of celebrity that comes with her. I think Vader um, probably goes in this year, especially if the health right, because are they're true. worried about, and yeah. he's working with DDP now, so it would be kind of logical to put him in at the same time. Vader would be a good one, but he still doesn't. Like, yeah, who's you the need headliner? The headliner there, and you know we we've talked about it that they're starting to. Well, I think I still think they have plenty of headline options, including I think one of the things they can do needing a headliner is to like they now put all of the members in. They could put, put the, the NWO, NWO in. in. Yeah. As a as a group, and that maybe could be the way that they welcome Hulk Hogan okay. back. You I mean, know hell, I mean? if you if you're desperate for one, you have the Rock still. So they're in yeah, Florida. But I don't think they're desperate. I think that no, you've, I, you've overblown that when we've talked about that in the past. I don't think they're desperate. Rob Van Dam could go in. You know what no, I mean? Like, I mean, he's not a, more of a headliner than DDP. Rob Van Dam's more of a headliner than DDP because he's been more active than so. DDP in recent years. I don't think so. In recent hey, years, Rob Van Dam has been more on television than DDP has. Here's one for you. How about the Hardy Boys? Yes, sure. Now you know you got to see what their contract situation I, I, is. And if it's, I just I don't think you put them in because you, you want a, one more run. You want to run? Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think you wait until after that. That's a fairly that's a fairly good point. Uh, Christian could go in this year. Um, well, actually, you know you know who who the uh, no doubt about, if they want to pull the trigger is Daniel Bryan. Right, they didn't do it last year. Yeah, like you know, that, like, that. There's your headliner right there if you want. Yeah, and I don't know how do they do. They feel the need yeah. to do that quickly, or do they? You know, they want to wait a little bit longer. I don't know, I but mean, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have plenty of options. They're they're not going to – at some point you can put um, DX in, you know, if you want to put the – I know there's some awkwardness between Billy Gunn and, and so what do you do with that, but DX is still an option as a headliner. There's plenty of options for them. They'll be fine. Uh, finally, for the quick count, uh, number three, we had a really, like – 
interesting sort of weekend as far as an interaction from a show that led to interaction on Twitter. Aaron, do you want to run down this whole thing? Yeah, I'll, I'll run it down. So at a house show, there was a, a great little bit where Kevin Owens had Reigns, you know, worn down in a headlock or whatever on the mat, and some he's yelling back at the crowd and talking about how big his royalty checks were or whatever. You know, ba- basically doing some great heel work, and Reigns is, is dying laughing in the headlock, and they got it on video, and it went up on Twitter. So, you know, that, that of course, blew up because it was, honestly, it was a great house show spot. Like, any time a person breaks character on a house show, it's fun. Yeah, correct. It's just like on Saturday Night Live when Jimmy Fallon it's, would. Well, would, that was not great because Jimmy Fallon did it in every fucking well, but, sketch. Well, but there were uh, some times when it just was legitimately. Well, it's really funny when Bill Hader would break when he was doing Stefan. Yes. The, the Jimmy yes. Fallon breaking thing got old really yes. quick. But anyways, guys breaking is fine. Yes. This led Reigns to come back with, I guess he was embarrassed by the fact that he was laughing and he said, oh, I wasn't laughing by what he said. I was just laughing at how small the royalty checks were, just kind of uh offhand comment or whatever yeah i mean to be honest if that is true what he said to me that's like the greatest comeback ever sure like if you if you're if you're saying that like kevin owens was talking shit because kevin owens said i made thirty thousand dollars this week in royalties and but he wasn't he wasn't talking shit to reigns so but that that's a different story but yes i know but if uh, if you're saying that roman reigns is laughing at kevin owens because what he said was is that he was making more money than that with the shield, and he was splitting it three ways. Right. So, so imagine now what he's getting by himself. Right. Is what he said. And to me, that's a hell of a comeback. Okay, it's fine. It's Let's all tell the truth. That's not what happened. He was dying laughing at Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens is oh, fucking right, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like, it's it's something right. that didn't really need a comeback. Like you could just say, yeah, you right. know, you, you yeah. didn't have to acknowledge it at all if you were Roman Reigns. There's a couple things. One, but, there's there's the choice that they did, and I'm good with that. And then the secondarily, and I do think this is relevant. Is the is this is the John Cena Kevin well, we, Owens? We, we haven't even gotten to that part yet. Oh, we're we're still right. on the first part here. Right. Then Cena comes yeah. back at Reigns and interjects himself and basically says, "You know, how dare you talk well, about?" Well, John Cena was visiting Georgia Tech. Well, first. he was, well, but yeah, he was visiting Georgia Tech. He was in the locker which room, which is where Roman Reigns like, played college football. I'm here caring about my. I'm not caring about what other people's royalty checks are. Right. Which is weird that he's interjecting himself in that. And then Rain steps back at basically that's my house I built it stay out of my business. Right, well, which is insane because Roman Reigns was a decent college football player and nothing more than that. Like right. it's no nuts that he would suggest that. Um, okay, tons you of mean, stuff. He was he was first team all conference. He was good, dude. <laughs> it's the same school that Calvin Johnson went to. Who built Georgia Tech? Oh, shut up, you. Has Calvin Jesus Johnson ever Christ. main evented two WrestleManias? No, you're right. He sucks. That Calvin Johnson. It's worthless. Piece of shit that guy is. Hey, who's unemployed right now? Right. I tell you I tell you who built Georgia Tech and was flying that Georgia Tech flag is the great Ralph Regan, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's who built Georgia Tech. Um, so much stuff here. So much. But that part is the most interesting because... Could it be leading to something? Here's the possibilities. Either this is real and you had Cena and Reigns going back and forth at each other on Twitter seeming out of nowhere, which would be weird on a lot of levels why, A, Cena would feel the need to get involved because mm-hmm. Cena's company man, and why Reigns would feel confident enough to go back at John Cena. The well, well, as soon as John Cena does that, you, if you're Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, you can't just say nothing. Like, honestly, 
you're Roman Reigns. You, I know that John Cena is the golden boy, but you're the guy that's supposed to be the man right now. Like, you can't just the, sit the, back the and... The Cena part's more interesting to me, why right. Cena would feel that to me is, to do it if it's, if it's not a work. Right. To me, I'm fat... Because at some point, they WWE clearly sees money in a John Cena-Roman Reigns super match. Yes. They clearly have to see money in that, despite the fact that it's 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 two guys that are, like, the exact same guy, and I don't... Cena, I don't would, know who, Cena would get cheered. Do you think in that scenario... I think I, Cena gets cheered. I, 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 I think in between the two of them, he might get more cheers, but I don't think he becomes super face. In the, I think there's still a lot of... I don't think you guys understand. We don't like either of these guys, and we're not just going to like them because they're facing each other. Like I think there'll be a lot of that from, from pro wrestling crowds. I think there'll be a lot of... We're going to boo both guys because, fuck you, we're going to boo both guys, as we've already addressed regarding the types of fans that we're talking about here. Um, that being said, when? When did they envision this being the money match? Because they clearly envisioned Roman to be more entrenched as the guy, no pun intended, um, by now. there was but Two years ago, they thought that Roman Reigns was going to be the star of stars. He's technically the guy, but it's not because it's been a smooth ride to being the guy. They have not. They thought this would be an easy transition. Roman Reigns will carry t- yeah, the product for a number of years. That's the route that we're going. In part because he got suspended, in, in large part, and also in part because, as AJ will remind us, fans are assholes. Go ahead, tell us about how much of assholes they are, eh, AJ. Yeah, it's all Daniel Bryan's fault. In part because it's Daniel Bryan's fault, obviously. Daniel Bryan's a huge dick. How dare he try to succeed in the company? What Which a, is why Miz is the biggest face in the business a, right what now. Flaming, he's going against right, Daniel Bryan. What a flaming asshole. Uh, in part because of all of that, they are not we, they are not in the place of Roman Reigns where they wanted to be. So do they view pulling the trigger on the John Cena thing as a way to try to get Roman Reigns elevated there? Or do they still say, that's, that's money in hand, let's wait until we have to in order to pull the trigger on that? You know, we, we talked, you know, talked about in the first segment that right now Reigns doesn't have that obvious matchup with him maybe against Strowman right now. And it's something that I could see them, maybe not definitely, but kind of planting the seats in case they decide, hey, this would make our card better. Maybe we want Cena and Reigns, and then we go AJ Taker. It would make, it would beef up the card a little bit, and it would be good. I don't necessarily see that happening, but this happened for a reason. And whether it's just planting the seeds. Well, and how do what? you get there considering they're both in championship matches at the Rumble? Neither one of them is, can win the Rumble. Neither one of them is in it. Well, we, A, we don't know that neither of them are. Well, in I guess it. you could, yeah, I mean, you could do that. That's true. I mean, I mean you the could, way that you would do you it. You could have Cena cost reigns if you wanted to. Okay, but they're on, they're, remember, they're on different shows. But they're both at the Rumble. I understand that, but then you still have to do more work coming out of it. Oh, that. you definitely have to do more work, but, you know, it's not like we haven't seen this before. The, the whole Brock Goldberg, Matt, you know, the first one back in WrestleMania 20 happened right. because of interactions that happened at, in the, Rumble, at right. the Rumble. Right. Well, the Rumble is where you typically set up feuds. I mean, that's the concept of the Rumble. I yeah. get it. And then we don't have our inner brand match right now. We always have an, in, an inner brand match. <laughs> Granted, it's different. It's different this yeah. year. We don't know for sure, but I think the likelihood is that we will probably see one inner brand match. Look, I would still lean I'm not, back. I'm not leaning towards it. Yeah, but it's I think there. this is money in hand still for them. I don't. I think that what I think it could be is them setting things, it, setting something into play to say we're doing this next year. Is that they set it up now? These two interact with each other, and then there's a draft between now and then, and John Cena probably not doing a lot between now and then that can get you. 
to a more logical place to have a Cena-Reigns match at, at WrestleMania next year. And with John Cena, the more John Cena's away, the less threatening he is, the more you're able to suggest that he's the... Roman Reigns louder. Correct. And get more of a John Cena is the face in this scenario type of setup. I think a year. That would, to me, be the most logical thing, is to do something, maybe the, the WrestleMania weekend, that suggests it's coming. It's coming. But I still think this is a year down the road because it's it's too much money in hand that you know is going to work. And, I again, I don't think if you pull the trigger on it right now, it's going to get you the desired result that you really want to get out of it. Um, I, I just I still think there would be too much of an awkward. I, I really think they've got to be alarmed by what happened in their main event last year, and they've got to think about that going into this year. That that You just don't want there to be irrelevance. And you're dealing with the WrestleMania crowd, man. That's the people that are going to be there. You're not getting a typical Tuesday night in Albuquerque crowd. Like, you've got to deal with the WrestleMania crowd, and you've got to keep that in mind. I don't think this is the year to, to, to pull that trigger. I just I, I think that's there. It's waiting for you. It'll always be a big match whenever you do it, as long as Roman Reigns continues on a trajectory. And I think a year from now, you're assuming there's no more suspensions. You're assuming, assuming you have a year. Of, of pushing Roman Reigns maybe towards being a heel, which we've all suggested is a good idea, John Cena as the mega face, and then go from there. So here's the problem. Roman Reigns is, what, two in merch? Oh, I'm sure he is. He's, he's up there. I, you get different numbers. But if, you want, if you want somebody, here's the thing. This is what kills me. If fans really want, you know what their New Day face? People kept buying a whole bunch of New Day gear. Right, and, and they said... And they were like, oh, let's just make more of it because they're faces so we right. can sell as much as we can. Right. If you want to Roman Reigns to be a heel, buy merch from somebody and make them knock him down. Until Roman Reigns is not number two behind John Cena, he's going to be a face that gets booed. And I, I don't know why people have such a hard time figuring that out. The New I mean, Day is definitely, I think, ahead of Reigns at this point. But that, that's beyond the point. As far as merch it might be. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Um yeah, I hear you, man. I really do. And I just don't, I don't know how you work around that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't address, I, I, I understand why it makes sense for WWE to say, we don't want to turn him heel. We're selling too much merch. Why would we want to do this? Um, but it's going to lead to these awkward exercises. It's going to lead to more of this uncomfortable, we're telling you he's a face, despite the fact that when you turn on your TV, nobody thinks he's a face. Like, but trust me, he's a face because we said so moments. Like, it's just, you're just going to keep getting them. And at WrestleMania, it's particularly awkward. It's just, it's uncomfortable. That's all. Um, all right. Let's get our top five in for this week. AJ, this was your idea. Why don't you set it up? Hi, uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, I'm AJ. And, uh, hi, AJ. I... <laughs> By the way, did you guys see what I tweeted about? A- Aaron said something about, um, Aaron tweeted something out this week about, um, Frank Grimes, I don't, I don't know who that, who's that, who is that? That's he is the cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the National Football League. It doesn't, it's not ringing a bell. I I retweeted it and I said not familiar. Nice. I felt really good about myself. I, I missed that one. that one. I felt really good about it. You guys are dicks. All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, being this the new year and everybody makes well, not everybody, but a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. I figured, why don't we have a top five? New Year's resolutions for people involved in the WWE. Right. Uh, uh, WWE stars New Year's resolutions. 
And uh, my number five is, you know, one thing that I think a lot of people don't know about Daniel Bryan mm. is is that his New Year's resolution was to be more appreciative of life's nuances because not everything is black and white. Not everything is yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybes and grays. Yeah, Everyone. you got there. You got there. I, I give you that much. You, you got there, and yeah. I appreciate that. You you absolutely got there. All right, uh, Aaron. You know, we have the club, and, you know, they have everything. They're running over people. They're probably going to get the tag title soon. But there's one thing that every club needs that they don't have, and that's a clubhouse. <laughs> Their resolution is to build a clubhouse in 2017. Well, I like it. I like it. Uh, my number five is, um, you know, when you, when you get to the main, uh, roster, you want to win the big one, right? You know what I mean? Like, you want to win the big one. And if, if, if you're Bailey, there's this one thing that you haven't accomplished yet, right? Like, it's the one, you've had good matches, you've been in the mix, but there's the one thing, we all know, that's out there, that you really want to get. And that is, of course, to give Braun Strowman a hug. That's the one thing that's out, that's the golden accomplishment for Bailey that she'd really like to get to in 2017 is to give that monster one big hug. And that's her okay. New Year's resolution for we were, 2017. We were, talking, we were talking about it before about, uh, getting Braun Strowman over against Roman Reigns. You have hit Bailey give him a hug and you have her put him, put, have him put her through. It the would table. go a long way. It would go <laughs> a long way. All right. You're number four. My number four. Um, the Miz actually his New Year's resolution um, is to be in a movie that's actually shown at a movie theater. Oh God! Oh, oh poor guy! Wow! 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 Oh man, that's harsh. Yeah. All right. All right. Aaron, you're number four. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this is coming off of a, a bit of news that I read, but uh, Noam Dar has a New Year's oh, resolution. Okay. And his resolution is to learn a way to say Alicia Fox's name that doesn't just sound like the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really think about I, I that. Did, I had picked that up. I didn't. Cool. Well, so the, the the report is the whole reason he's involved in this feud is because Vince finds it hilarious. Fair enough. But uh, yes, that that is Noam Dar's New Year's resolution. All right. If I'm Baron Corbin, my number four, my New Year's resolution would be that my bosses don't have to reintroduce me via video package every three months. That would just be my New Year's resolution is that we can maybe do it like once every six months or so instead of having to do it every couple of weeks. You're number three. Uh, my number three is, uh, you know a lot of people come into the New Year saying that they want to lose weight. I, I've heard that, yes. So um, if you didn't know or not, uh, Triple H actually plans on his New Year's resolution is getting 205 Live to actually be 195 Live. <laughs> So that's that, that's a good one. For that's me. so incredibly stupid, and yet I love it. I don't know. It's, it's, like it's, it's it's so it's so ridiculously stupid. But yes, I'm with you. Go ahead, Aaron. Well, uh, you know, my our uh, truth has been our jobber of the year. Yes, he was. Yes, uh, his New Year's resolution to be more awesome. 
Well, more or less, it's to get involved in every single stipulation match in the wrong way in 2017. <laughs> well, I, that's just a good idea. That's not even a rest. That's just a good idea. That's probably his best idea. Right? <laughs> um, my number three. Did you know that there is a performer, and this is really incredible, who's actually a doctor? He's a vintner. He's traveled to yes. every continent. Mm-hmm. He's, I don't think it's the guy you're thinking of. He knows how to play 16 different musical instruments. He is an accomplished, and I do believe he won six different junior hockey championships. And yet all anybody knows about him is fucking video games. If I'm TJ (laughs) Perkins, I just want people to know anything else about me. Anything. Name it. One other thing about me than goddamn video games. That's T.J. Perkins. He's, he's part Filipino. Well, okay, we kind of know that. We kind of know. He was that homeless at one point. We sort of know that. Like, if you turned into the classic, you know that. That's that's the way it goes. All right, your number two. Um, my number two is actually about um, Glenn's favorite performer all time, John Cena. Oh, yes. Yes, love him. And uh, John Cena, actually, his New Year's resolution is to find a color scheme that fits him well. <laughs> because he's, he feels as if he's been changing it up so much because, you know, he thinks he likes a scheme, and then it's like a woman with a new house. Like, she thinks she likes one color walls, and then you paint the whole wall, and then she decides she doesn't really like that color that much. So you got to paint it again. That's pretty much what John Cena's been he's, doing. He's lived last, that life. That's a good point. For the last 12 years. So, you know. Now he's looking for the lifetime color scheme. All right. I like it. I like it. Your number two, Aaron? Uh, my number two is a WWE Hall of Famer who we assume is getting back involved with WWE this year. Hulk Hogan's New Year's resolution not to get fired in 2017. <laughs> That's a pretty good resolution. Pretty good resolution. All right. My number two, uh, a newcomer to the company this year, you know, James Ellsworth. He just – when. I know that he's gotten technical wins, right? Like, technically, he's won matches. As, as a sign said on SmackDown, who had more uh, wins? James Ellsworth or the Jacksonville Jaguars? That's, that's a very fair question. I Technically, but he, you know what he's missing is the big one. He's missing that that one big chin. I mean win. He's missing the one big win. Put a lot of effort into that voice. Yeah, that bomb. I appreciate the fact that, that, was like, that you guys was like are total, total dicks to me in response to that. And my number one, uh, as we reverse course, my number one is the logical one. It's the one that should happen this year, and that is for us to have the belt of Jericho. Strap it in, man! Nice. Nice. Give me something for that. That was good. <laughs> Give me something. I gave you the nice. All right. I gave you, you the nice. Uh, my number one is another one of Glenn's favorites, and that's uh, Gentleman Jack Gallagher. I do love Jack. You do love that's Jack. That's my guy. And since Bill Clinton did not become the first gentleman, it is going to be Gentleman Jack's Gallagher, Jack Gallagher's goal to somehow attach that label to himself. Wow. How are we going to do that? Is I, he gonna... it, it, may not be, it may not be the White House, but okay. he will become the first gentleman. The first gentleman. gentleman. I actually like that a lot. I like that a great deal. All right, Naja, you're number one. My number one. Is um, a future Hall of Famer. We all know Mark Henry. Might know him as Sexual Chocolate. He's definitely a future Hall of Famer. There's no question about you, that. You might know him as a former WWE World Heavyweight Champion. You might know him as a former Olympian. You might know him as a winner of the Pan American Games, or a person in the Arnold. Uh, what is it? The, the Weightlifter Hall of Fame. What is he in? 
Uh, yeah, I think. Does the, anyone really know him as the winner of the Pan American Games? Well, he's he just I mean, he yeah, did it. Significant. I mean, yeah. more, more have, than you, have you done anything in the Pan American Games? That's like, does anybody know Gerald Ford played football at Michigan? Well, yes, but he's known as the president before that. Yeah. Either way. A powerlifting uh, Hall of Fame. Powerlifting Hall of Fame. Uh, Either way, what Mark Henry wants to be known as for 2017 and the rest of his life is he just wants to be a better father to hand. (laughs) It's always a great way to get a great direction to go. That's how we kicked off 2017. That's how we got our 2017 started. All right, uh, AJ, uh, AJ unfortunately is headed back to Florida, uh, which, uh, we'll see him. We'll see him for, uh, WrestleMania. Look forward to that. But, I'll be back for the internship too. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's coming back up to intern at, uh, 980. He's, uh, oh my God. I'm so dying for him to be, like, for, for A, for AJ to be assigned to work under you for a day. Oh, like, great. it would be the greatest oh, day. Oh, it would be awesome. Of all my, by the way, apparently, he, apparently Mark Henry is in the International Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah. Whatever That's that is. Fun. Whatever that is. That was the thing he went in with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, AJ, uh, you're on Twitter, of course. At AJ Francis 410. And tell everybody about the Francis Sports Academy. Francis Sports Academy. My dad's uh, basketball team is 8 0. Uh, That's Top awesome. five in the. I think they're, they're top five. Well, they're number one in Emerald County, but I think in public schools, they're top five in the state right now. Um,. My dad's a great basketball coach, man. Yeah, man. I mean, if you want to get some training done anytime, uh, on, I think he works, he does them on Saturdays. Uh, you can go to FrancisSportsAcademy.com and, or find us at, uh, Francis underscore sports on Instagram or Francis underscore sports on Twitter. Um, and you can check out our information. I will be starting football training once I get down to, uh, Florida. I'll be doing training down there. But I'll also be training when I get back up to Maryland for that three-week internship and for um, during OTA. So anybody that wants to get ready for some training, get ready, get re- get better. And uh, you do basketball or football, boys and girls. I really, I've never really had a girl ask to be a f- part of the football training. Right, but, but, yeah. I mean, if she wants to come out, more power to her. No doubt. Uh, and we're just going to be, you know, 2017 is the year to get better, baby. Get better, baby. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, very cool. Do uh, do the plugs one more time for uh, just do the where do people find you? Uh, you can find us at francisportsacademy.com. You francis underscore sports on Instagram or Twitter, and you can find me at ajfrancis410 on Twitter. Aaron, uh, you are on Twitter at the Aoster. The show is on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. What? Uh, oh, the Gmail. Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. And what do you have coming up at the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Yeah, wrestling stuff. Wrestling shit. That's go the, go, that's go follow me on favorite. Twitter. And I'll. Uh, Tell you what I have. I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. For Aaron and for the main event, vent, vent, vent. AJ Francis of the, oh, God damn it, of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out.